0: days of future cast is a listener supported podcast head over to patreon.com slash a couple of bucks a month goes a long way to helping us grow this show as well as the network as a whole you also get cool benefits like access to our very cool slack channel and our very cool episodes very cool early and also just stuff that's very cool in general thanks and enjoy the episode i chose to think for myself instead of always playing the good soldier boy Ooh, them fighting words Don't push
1: You always made excuses for I'm Jeremy Greer and I'm Gary Butterfield
0: And this is Days of Future Cast, the podcast where we cover almost every single episode of the X-Men animated series I don't know why I said almost, we're going to do them all There's not, <laughs> there's not one, one that we're skipping <laughs> Season 5, episode 2, we're just not going to do fucked. it, screw it <laughs> yep.
1: Yep. We're going we're gonna to skip the one where they explain how they got their name
0: How are you today, Gary?
1: You know, I'm okay I'm, I mm-hmm. feel like I'm medium I'm, uh, I, was, I was coming down with something um, I'm a little bit stressed because I have some travel coming up we got a lot of stuff to do, so I got that
0: feeling going on. I have uh, a bu- the busiest schedule this week that I've had in several weeks, so I'm a little stressed out about that. Um, but I'm actually we're recording this at a, at a different time than we usually do, so I'm having a glass of wine tonight while I'm recording a podcast, which is really unusual for me. Wow, I know. I so like if get I get nice a, if I get a little it. loopy, if <laughs> you guys will yeah. know. Also, Even if I just it. pass out and uh, start saying racist stuff, you'll know that that's the wine and not not just who I am. Yeah,
1: so. yeah, it's, yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah. Blame it all on the wine. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jeremy, tell me again, uh, that you're going
0: to have some wine tonight. I'm going to have some wine tonight. Wicked. <laughs> I'm,
1: tr- I'm trying to, I'm trying to get into saying things like wicked and sick. Okay. After people say things. Cause I think that's a cool, like cool way to be.
0: Well, if you're going to do like wicked, cool. uh, you got to do it with that Boston accent. You gotta get a wicked, you know what I'm saying? You gotta draw w- it out.
1: I was thinking of a different kind of wicked. Let me try one more time. Okay. So let me know about your wine.
0: I've had three bottles of wine tonight, Gary. Twisted.
1: <laughs> I like that a lot. What do you think about yeah. Twisted?
0: Yeah, Twisted's good because that's exactly how I feel after three bottles of wine. It's Twisted. And <laughs> three, also three Sick, so Sick of would have worked yeah. as well.
1: Yeah, three, three <laughs> bottles of wine would make me want to die. I would be <laughs> projectile vomiting
0: yeah. everywhere. Yeah, and not that good kind of projectile uh, vomiting, right?
1: <clears throat> yeah, I wouldn't feel good afterwards.
0: No, not at all.
1: I'd still be like, wine is one of the worst things to puke up anyway, man. Like, wine is... I, I got a real mixed feelings on wine anyway, the, the girl I'm seeing almost like when she drinks alcohol, it's, it's almost exclusively wine, mm-hmm. you know, so it's like every once in a while I'll be like, you know, maybe this will be the time that I like this and I'll, I'll try it. And like, it's not, you know, like pulling teeth or anything, but it's, it's not something I can imagine. Just like, you know, people are like, oh, we drink a couple bottles of wine. I'm like, wow, that's a lot of, a lot of that stuff. A lot of the red
0: stuff. Wine invariably makes me a little bit queasy in the morning, no matter, and like, Mm -hmm. I'll I'll just put up with it tomorrow because I know, I kind of know my limits because I'm an old ass man. I've been doing this for a while, but, uh, like it invariably will make me queasy. Whereas drinking like beer or drinking, um, you know, like actual cocktails or something doesn't. So yeah. What is it about the wine?
1: Yeah. And it's, it's a weirdly kind of like a stringent.
0: Mm-hmm. taste
1: on your tongue and stuff. It's a weird, like I think wine is weird, right guys? Wine is, um, yeah, wine think, is super weird. <laughs> yeah, I think it is weird. And the, there's also the, like the, the culture behind it where like, it is possible to be very fancy about it. But most people I know are like, are not, you know, it's a lot of like $11 bottles of wine.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, and the, and, the, and that's fine. But also if you want to spend $70 on a bottle of wine, you can, you know, it, like it feels like there's just this, like, it doesn't make sense in a way that other liquor is like, I'm like, Oh, this is like aged, you know, this is aged whiskey and that's true of wine a lot of the time, mm-hmm. but you can go into the store and buy like a 2013 bottle of wine. That's 60 bucks. I am
0: you know? drinking a, uh, right. a, a 2014 Cabernet Sauvignon. So, you know, that mm-hmm. shit is, this shit is great because it's been aged for maybe, this was probably in the cardboard box. I, I got it out of for about a year so. Like this is probably <laughs> two, three years old. <laughs> um, the big thing when we lived in Phoenix where there were Trader Joe's was uh, everybody was mm-hmm. fell in love with, um, All of our people from California and Phoenix fell in love with the two-buck chuck. Have you ever heard of this?
1: I've definitely heard of that
0: before. So, yeah, Trader Joe's had this cheap-ass wine that they made, and legend has it it was just as good as the the expensive stuff, but it was literally $2 a bottle. And you could buy a case of wine, which is 12 bottles, for $25. Like, it was fucking ridiculous. (laughs) Um, So you know it's great, and you know it's going to taste really good. And And it wasn't bad, but, like, come on, guys, you can do better than a $2 bottle of wine
1: it's pretty weird the way that trader joe's has this like little sub industry of like one i think that's the best grocery store for snacks
0: yeah oh yeah if you're looking if you're in a snacking
1: mood like holy shit dude like you will get interesting and good snacks two like their branded boozes are not bad like i bought a beer uh there that was like a rattler Mm -hmm. uh, because it's it's been hot here and i'm like a rattler sounds good and uh i did not realize that was trader joe brand like it had you know it was like j's or like you know jose joe or like you know some some weird little you know planet and i was like this is pretty good and so i looked it up online like a like a real rube like the, the, you know, this makes me sound like I'm very inexperienced. In did you take a picture Joe's. of it I'm,
0: with your Amazon app, Gary? What did you? What are you yeah. doing?
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, I just looked up the name. You know, just to be like, where, you know, where can I get this stuff? And they're like, oh, this is a Trader Joe's brand. You can get it at Trader Joe's dipshit. <laughs>
0: like, oh. I'm, just. I'm picturing you posting a picture on like a a whole uh, thread or something awful in the Ask Health form, right? Like, tell me what kind of beer oh. this is.
1: Where did it yeah. come from? yeah it's president's choice diet pepper you idiot
0: (laughs) (laughs) it's dr thunder you got it from a garbage can i know you did (laughs)
1: this is this is is a byproduct from making dr pepper
0: Uh, (laughs) this was the wine that was left over after we took out of normal dr pepper (laughs) yeah exactly dr pepper is so horrible
1: yeah they should they should and and also they should have a, a I was just going to say they should have like Dr. Pepper and, and wine being taken out of it made me think of carbonated wine. I was like, they should make a car. It, it's been a long day, but, uh, Jeremy. I almost was just like, they should make a carbonated wine and then realize like, oh, that's literally definitely a thing. Uh, not like a red, you know, but you can get no. a car, you know, that, yeah. that's definitely a thing. So I'm I'm not at my best. Keep we've uh this we've, so we've both been racist shit and i just yeah, uh,
0: yeah you're gonna get alcohol wrong and i'm gonna be really really mean about minorities and it's gonna be a great yeah then, somewhere in the middle we got to talk about an x-man or two like just at least two. That, that's gonna that's gonna save us uh you know, yeah the um <laughs> i completely forgot what i was gonna say there was something with the carbonated wine there that just uh, com- completely fled me anyway <laughs> does that's not wine in my soda stream yeah I'm just uh yeah
1: um yeah so we're talking x-men today we're in the middle of we're still in the short story zone um of the mm-hmm. uh, the season of season three
0: we're in um, nom- nominally yes. in season three and uh just to bring it up again because we've been doing it every episode like this is when the air dates get really confusing as opposed to when they were supposed to come out versus where they did come out so long shot for instance is storied as one of the worst episodes like the, the episode mm-hmm. with the most problems because it's so animation intensive and Gary, it shows <laughs> like this is not yeah, a this... great ep- ep- animated episode.
1: No, like I think funny things happen in this mm-hmm. that I can I can I can definitely appreciate. Uh, I would say it is a poor, uh, a poorly animated episode and not a good episode. But the nice thing is uh, and this was this was a weird out of order thing. Like this is um, from a later season, I think. Right.
0: Yes. Longshot. Mm-hmm.
1: Ja- yeah. Longshot was supposed episode...
0: to air now, but was on the fifth volume, just like um, Obsession was or no, no mutant as is an island was from the yeah. last episode
1: um and but the next episode is actually like great like mm-hmm. it's a great episode and a great the other one we're talking about cold comfort which is a great episode and well animated and like really fun like you're know, one of my favorite like probably my favorite
0: fight in the series so far um, yeah and some of the best so, cameos too
1: yeah like really just really fun to see you know for for a long time fan it's a nice treat um <laughs> yeah so well, let's get into it uh episode 18 long shot um long shot a rebel from another world tumbles into this world with no memory and a murderous gang led by the six-armed woman named Spiral, hot on a trail. It turns out that Longshot is on the run from Mojo, a maniacal, interdimensional TV executive. Using Jubilee as the quote-unquote prize, Mojo and his minions lure Longshot and the X-Men into a deadly contest, which Mojo broadcasts live to uh, up his ratings.
0: Yeah, this... This is a another. This is kind of a sequel to the Mojo World or Mojo Vision, which is I think was the last name episode where Mojo showed up, and uh, we still get a lot of good Mojo in this episode. Like Mojo has not like gone away or anything. Like the voice actor is still there, and the writing is. I don't know where. Did they just pull this one guy to go come write Mojo lines? Because none of the writing yeah. is ever this good, <laughs> except for Mojo.
1: He, yeah, he makes jokes, which I, I mean, I, like, and, and we talked about it last time. Like, I think Wolverine makes jokes that are funny in the show too. Mm -hmm. But for for uh, a thing that could ostensibly like have humor to it this cartoon does not often Um, it is often funny in spite of itself it's nice to have somebody who's trying to be funny and succeeding at being funny as well.
0: And there's not too much like for all of the grandiose kind of setting for this which is you know interdimensional TV executive chases interdimensional TV star across dimensions into earth where fifteen year old Jubilee falls in love with him, there's not much like meat on this bone to pick off. Like it's kind of just just a it's just like a bunch of fights <laughs> and a bunch of stuff jammed together and then Jubilee crushes on long and then the episode is over with.
1: Yeah, Wolverine cockbox him. Cockboxer. <laughs>
0: yeah Yeah. thankfully wolverine there is to dad this situation up which is really neat because xavier does not care who jubilee fucks or when she does it (laughs) (laughs) i I wouldn't be i wouldn't be surprised if xavier was the one putting this uh, this idea in her mind to begin with (laughs) (laughs)
1: it's like i mean we we, we've talked a lot about the x-men being teenagers and fucking and like it makes sense for jubilee to you know to get to get a white on for like yeah, you know, long shot because long shot, I feel like is kind of the like good version of gambit, you know, mm-hmm. like he's this kind of dashing hero, but he's not, doesn't have that kind of like, you know, he doesn't have that Dr. Thunder quality. Like long shot is like the Dr. Pepper to gambits, Dr. Thunder.
0: I can, I you can, know, do so that. it. Mm-hmm.
1: you know, it, it kind of makes sense, but for some reason, uh, Wolverine is the only person who cares about whether, uh, Julie gets teen pregnant and, uh, with like an alien baby, <laughs> it is, it is an alien as well. Whether she gives birth to shatter star. um, Oh, We're God. not quite there yet though, because before we we get to that part where where they inevitably uh the you know the pregnancy subplot of this episode. I don't wanna or, uh,
0: um I don't wanna derail us too early in this episode, but mm-hmm. I, I actually have been reading X-Men comics recently and uh mm-hmm. specifically Wolverine and the X-Men where he forms Jean Gray's school of mutants or whatever. Uh mm-hmm. and there's a there's a plot where Kitty Pride just wakes up pregnant one day, like fully nine months pregnant, and Gary, full of brood oh jeez! <laughs> what and what, gary what's uh, what is kitty pride's power like if i mean just just this ba- her basic power
1: <laughs> like, yeah it's it's a uh, you know it's a uh, turning intangible
0: so she should just be able to just turn intangible and have the brood fly out they don't need to shrink That's the x-men and have actually. them go punch these the the brood in her womb out right <laughs>
1: like
0: that doesn't well, need yes, to happen <laughs>
1: I, I kind of think that does need to happen. I, I'm kind of into that. I I was just thinking, like, how does it happen in the first place when she can turn intangible? Because I, I get the idea that, like, maybe these things are, like, feeding on her. So there's they're some kind of symbiotic relationship. And when she turns intangible, they do as well.
0: Mm-hmm. You know,
1: But that's not true because she can just turn certain parts of her intangible. So, like, if she, you know, she could turn, just leave the uh, the broods uh, tangible. But that's disgusting. That's like a like, MTV, like, I didn't know I was pregnant thing. I'm just imagining this, like, pile of, like, broods falling out
0: yeah it's it you know? and it, i mean and there's a plot line behind it that you don't want to hear about like it it, it actually they, they try to justify it but just she literally wakes up nine months pregnant with a bunch of brood in her tummy like it's fucking ridiculous also that's weird kid gladiator is there so enjoy that oh
1: hey finally <laughs> I've, I've been meaning to, to to read read that comic uh, a lot of people said it was like the proper follow follow up to uh to grant morrison's x-men
0: uh yeah, so i don't know if,
1: if you agree with that but that's people have said that before
0: I got, I'm like 10 or 15 issues in and then the Avengers versus X-Men, uh, global event happens. So like stuff gets dumb Mm -hmm. because of crossovers, uh, which is, is, I feel like happens every time I try to get into a modern X-Men comic. Like I get about 10 or 15 issues in and there's some bullshit where I have to go read like five other things to understand what's going on. Um, so Mm. I don't know. Like it's good. Like it's, it's interesting. Like like the cool, the kids are cool. Like, and I'm always, I've said on this show and we've talked about it, especially with the movies, but you know, when they have kid mutants doing kid stuff like going to school it's it's always a lot of fun so quentin choir is there and he's being cool um <clears throat> the little smart brood who's like all peaceful is there and he's pretty cool and so there's you know the the kids are a lot of fun and seeing um uh surge in the slack was recently talking about uh gambit being a, a health ed teacher at the, at the yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think that's where this happens because gambit's in the back like teaching classes and stuff so i haven't seen him actually explain to people how to black out their pervy thoughts about all the women from the psychics, but I, I'm assuming that's going to happen soon. That's amazing. Anyway, looking,
1: I, uh, looking forward to that.
0: Yeah. Sorry. I, d- I didn't mean to derail this, but we talked about ju- Jubilee getting pregnant. I just wanted you to hear about that.
1: Yeah. Well, like Kitty, Kitty probably was the Jubilee figure to, to Wolverine's life. Mm-hmm. You know, I imagine Wolverine just got very pissed at those, those broods. And, and if Wolverine was ever in a room alone with Pete wisdom, watch out. Like, Ooh, yeah, that I don't wanna... getting fucking socked in the jaw. Like, <laughs> it's no good. Um, so this starts out with a weird like pilot for a new intro that's very bad. Yes this' with is a different no song that's like pitch shifted up and use it. it's like they mm-hmm. took the MIDI and chose some of the different voicing for mm-hmm. the instruments. It's it- extremely bad. It-
0: It is extremely bad. I, I don't like anything. I haven't this. I know we had one like the No Mutant Is an Island didn't have this intro, so I know this isn't all of season five. So I can only assume that it's like the back half of season five or something. But like, why change it at this point? Like, what are you even doing? Like, why? Why yeah, bother? It
1: ruins the branding. I, it, you'd think that the idea would be just to show more, kind of like, you know, because it, it's made up of clips. Mm-hmm. You know, it's made up of actual clips from the episodes. Maybe we're trying to emphasize that, uh, but it doesn't work, and the song is worse. Um, but
0: it, it did make me realize that if you go back and watch the original intro with the original song, there's like w- with the, in the scene where the X Men and the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants kind of run at each other to fight. We haven't seen almost any of those Brotherhood of Evil Mutants. <laughs> like <they're>, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> some of them are just not in the show that I've seen so far, and we're like three and a half seasons in.
1: Yeah, I, I'm I'm into that. Like I like mm-hmm. this implication that the X Men are just like you know have always been the X Men will always be the X Men. You yeah. know, um, yeah. So we, so we get that that intro, um, mm-hmm. and then we we. We literally, like, when you said nothing happens in this, it it is just like a long shot story that we're just cameoing in because Wolverine is teaching Jubilee how to drive. Like, fair enough. (laughs) Yeah. And Longshot just falls into their car.
0: Like, literally falls from the sky. It's ridiculous.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I'm a guest star.
0: Yeah. And he's being chased by Spiral as as the interim man. And uh, Spiral has, like, a group of, like, dogs or whatever trying to chase him down. We don't really get any context where why any of this is happening, but, uh, like Jubilee immediately jumps up and like distracts these dogs and spiral with her which she calls herself Jubilee Princess of Pyrotechnic commands you to release the human like and like number 1 you're not a pyro person you're just a fireworks girl so whatever but she tries to distract them to like long shot to kind of get away um and of course we can't go ahead
1: I mean so, sorry to sorry to cut you off there's mm. two two things are worth noting here one um those dogs are called something called the Warwolves okay which are like an Excalibur villain Oh, Um, really? It's very weird that they're here. Yeah, like that's those things are those things are weirdly important.
0: I am, uh, Um, I am, I am weak on my Excalibur knowledge. Admittedly, I I hate the British, so I've never really gotten into Excalibur. (laughs) Put down the wine, Jeremy. Sorry, Josh (laughs) Garrity. Sorry, we love you, man. Jeremy, put down the wine. Stop. Um, (laughs) So uh, those are the werewolves.
1: But the thing here about Jubilee, and like the thing that we like, I mean, that I love is that she's calling herself the Princess of Pyro, but she's doing it in the Storm voice. Like she's oh, making yeah. fun of Storm. Yes. <laughs> like she's like, I'm the princess of Pyro Jubilee. Like she's making fun of Storm, and I love it so much. Like it's weird, right? Like yeah, we talked about. Do you this. think
0: all the X Men do this? The, the X Men have to be doing this all of the time to, behind Storm's back, right? Like it's exactly like the episode of The Office where Jim does the impersonation of uh, Stanley yes. and gets in trouble. Like it's just is exactly like that, and I want to hear all of these voice actors like if they ever do a kickstarter to like try another x-men animated series <laughs> and there's a tier to like we'll record 10 seconds of anything you want this i want everybody to do 10 seconds of this right
1: of, of, yeah of storm doing and yeah, just be imagining just like wolverine just being like pass the mayonnaise bub." by the winds of and then like storm comes in behind him you know and and like what are you what are you looking at uh and then like the awkwardness
0: ensues you know. And the it, gamut it just looks at the have... camera and smirks like Jim. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, it, it's very similar. There's a, a magazine I used to read in my action figure collection collecting days called Toy Fair. Mm-hmm. And uh, Toy Fair had this little thing in the middle of it where it was called Toy Fair Theater. Where it was these little comics made with uh, action figures. Uh, it was kind of like a predecessor and a more funny version than Robot Chicken because they weren't animated. So they couldn't just be violent. You know, like, that's the joke of Robot Chicken is, like, what if a Smurf punched a Transformer? You know, like, the, it's a really shitty show. Um, this was, like, there were actually jokes about the, the properties. And whenever the X-Men showed up, it was really good. Uh, and that's the kind of joke they would do. There was a lot of them getting into, like, house and kitchen hijinks and, like, who ate all the cookies? And then, like, you'd pan over to, you know... Storm would be like, not me. And Gambit would be not me. And he'd go over to Wolverine and he'd have all his cookie crumbs on his mouth and be like, and like, that was the kind of like, you know, and then it would cut to the actual serious, funny plot. But whenever you checked in on the X-Men, they were doing this family shit. And this, uh, this making fun of Storm's voice thing could be part of that. I feel like.
0: It's really good. And I, I, I need to go ahead and cut that in if I, if I can remember to do it because, oh my God, it's so funny.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I love it. What are if,
0: it, it. if you don't want to get it like um, we don't have to do a, a, a deep dive, but what are these warwolves thing? <clears throat> i
1: my uh, my excalibur knowledge is not great either okay, cool. um you know I, I always wish that I had had a little bit more because uh it always looks cool to me, and they have like weird cool side tertiary characters they have like they and it always dealt with like magic. they had this character named like Farron, who was this weird mage who joined them. like they have these like kind of odd characters uh, and that's where like Rachel summers. Ends up that's where Nightcrawler shows up. Like
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um
1: there's there's good X Men there, you know. Uh Kitty Pride obviously. Um so he's meant to do a kind of a deep dive on Excalibur. My understanding of it is it's it's like the actual kind of lighthearted take on everything that was happening in, you know, uh, with the X-Men, like the the counterpoint to that, where like uh they were like dimension hopping and would deal with like, you know, weird weird concepts and things. And I think the werewolves uh came in from another dimension. I don't think they're related to Mojo in the uh in Excalibur. Like hunted them i think that they like they hunt uh they hunted yeah they were they were being hunted by them they're not the same thing there's something called like um boy the name is escaping me there's like a uh a, a thing that's designed to kill superheroes that they dealt with as well but it's not the werewolves it's different than that so, send uh I mean, that's, send that's all your correction
0: emails to cole at duck Feed tv to get that <laughs> <laughs> yep um yeah. so Jubilee jumps in to try to stop this fight. Manages to make it happen. Wolverine is instantly distrustful of Longshot. He hates this dude from the moment from the moment he sees him. Uh, I don't necessarily think it's really even mentioned in the show that Wolverine has seen this guy before because Longshot was really wasn't a part of the previous uh, Mojo Vision episode. Like he was kind of yeah. off to the side. So uh, he's being
1: replaced, and and this is what Wolverine how he reacts to anybody who
0: like shows up. That's true. Like if there's somebody new. Like Wolverine hates him. You know? <laughs> do you remember uh, the Pride pilot? <laughs> the, the Pride yeah. of the X Men pilot. He goes, Who is this kid? No <laughs> <laughs> know, like Dingo joining the X Men. Um,
1: yeah, pretty, pretty, pretty amazing.
0: There. Um, but luckily, instead so again, of like this- stab, stabbing him, Wolverine just takes him. Takes a long shot to Xavier to try to let Xavier do his mind magic on him and try to figure out if he's legit or not.
1: Yeah, they keep forgetting that they have the ability to find out any secrets
0: they want. <laughs> it, uh, it, it literally. Why didn't Cerebro kick off as soon as like these ten mutants come out of a fucking interdimensional portal? <laughs> Where is Xavier well, and all this?
1: So they're not mutants. That's the, I mean that's the.
0: Yeah, well I mean yeah. That's, <laughs> that's, sorry to well, well long things, shot and but. spiral well, technically, are, yeah
1: well, yeah. I mean, well they're 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 the different uh, they're like mutants of their like different alien species though you know. So like a bunch of them aren't mutants. Like there's the weird like Magog and stuff. There's the a bunch of oh, dumb monsters yeah. that come through. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. but uh, you know, Longshot and Spiral are mutants, but they're also aliens, even though I don't think Spiral was originally, I can't remember. Um, it, it literally couldn't matter less. No, um, Mojo shows up here too, and Mojo is Mojo, right? So he's uh, he's here trying to get Longshot for, for ratings and everything, trying to get uh, you know, because of the, when last we left them, Longshot got his uh, contract renegotiated mm-hmm. again and uh, has sent uh, Spiral, and it's just kind of the Mojo gang hanging out yeah this is um, dojo you
0: know, um this is momo dojo or whatever moto don't ma- dojo major <laughs> major major domo major domo no
1: no, yeah, there's, no. there's no there's no dojo
0: Here's there's a dojo no, I, I have it right in the notes it says dojo you're, you're gonna tell me my notes are wrong I
1: you do <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah it's it's major
0: domo which there is a you thing go. in the real yeah. world jeremy i know like, i know <laughs> i should have gotten that um also i was not drinking wine when i made these notes so i don't know what the fuck happened my bad uh, it, it but Spiral Spiral of... shows back up to Mojo's universe with empty handed because, you know, Wolverine and Jubilee absconded with Longshot, and he's so pissed off that he starts like zapping her and like causing her incredible pain when uh well, this Major... is
1: incredible. Like he doesn't just zap her, he like ages her, advances her, and turns her into like this weird zombie thing.
0: It's really weird. It's really disturbing. Like it's...
1: he he like it's like she picked up the wrong uh chalice of the ark or whatever. <laughs> like she she got the wrong holy grail, and he's just like torturing her with it because they couldn't show you know him just like killing her or whatever so they had to show this much more profound torture of her benjamin buttoning herself like or reverse benjamin buttoning herself you know sure. aging. Yeah, aging normal <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: like, uh,
1: but yeah it, it's it's uh, a it's really really disturbing and she's like crawling on the ground and like begging you know like in mm-hmm. like uh you know trying uh, uh prostrating herself to to him and it's it's pretty rough
0: It's it's pretty bad. Luckily, uh Major Dojo, which I'm gonna call him from the rest of the episode because (laughs) we're not gonna talk about him again after this. Uh Major Dojo convinces uh Mojo to let her go and like, Oh, hey, you should go to Earth and you should go take care of these X Men and like as as Major Domo always does, kinda makes it his idea and you know, Mojo just realizes like kind of does this whole speech about it's his brilliant idea and he's gonna get all the ratings in the world and all this stuff. Like it's it's classic mojo and it doesn't, it's not bad. And I, I kind of love it. Like, anytime this dude talks, I, I'm kind of in love with it.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, and he's also, it's meta. Because the way he says it, he's like, the last time the X Men were on, where it was huge for readings.
0: You know, like, it, mm-hmm. it's it's
1: that, or the, you know, so it's that kind of like, it's about TV, you know, kind of thing that, that uh, always happens when mojo's around. That works. Well,
0: we haven't really talked about um, it, but uh Mojo's animation and uh any kind of long shot any kind of facial shot of long shot is just fucking awful. Like all of this stuff yeah. kinda looks <laughs> like it's almost like it's almost almost like their face is trying to slide off their bodies at any time. Like they just can't get it straight for some reason. Like perspective scenes off. Everything about this episode kind of looks like garbage. It's so weird
1: because last episode, which was also gonna be in season five, is not garbage. hmm Right? So there's there's gotta be a story here as to why this is so trash like the last episode they redid. well i guess that's what it is, is the last episode they redid it for season five standards this one they didn't
0: well this one actually you did know. go back and forth the same way but they and they eventually aired um they eventually aired it but they kept sending it back and forth and they never got it to the, the point i think at that point the show was basically over and they were running out of money so they just said okay fuck it we're, we're gonna get what we can get because uh, yeah. this was apparently the worst episode to animate and to try to get done correctly
1: it uh, it does look like trash. There are some still shots mm-hmm. that are you know kind of fine every once in a while, and some some kind of models that look just fine. Um, but uh, for the most part, everything looks like garbage when it moves. So every like their faces falling off is a good way to put it. Like everybody's got the uh, the forward Benjamin Button disease. <laughs> yeah, no, that, uh... Normal aging. <laughs> yeah, like <the> spiral has
0: <laughs> quick aging. Though. Yeah. yeah. Uh, back at the X-Mansion, Xavier is scanning Longshot's mind, and it's very clear that Longshot doesn't remember everything. Except, Gary, he remembers everything. What is this flatline? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he immediately remembers the slave uprising. He remembers like fighting against all of these like oppressors. He remembers getting kidnapped by Mojo. It's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. He remembers getting mind wiped by Mojo. He remembers getting mind wiped. <laughs> That's the first thing that a mind wipe should do is prevent you from remembering a mind wipe. <laughs>
1: That that's definitely true. It doesn't uh because they didn't it, did, it the amnesia is not important part of the plot. Like it's literally just like what if these people from a different series, it feels like, showed up and like interacted with a couple of the X Men. You know, it's like it's long shot story. It's just him like it you'd think this would just be one stop on him bouncing from dimension to dimension being chased. You know, it just happens to be when it interacts with the X Men. If this were a comic or a trade, this would be a subplot. Mm-hmm. You know, but because it's a a, yeah yeah it feels it feels so much like a b plot but the fact that this is uh you know a 30 you know 22 minute children's cartoon it it is it takes up everything because the show doesn't really do b plots you know um and there's like stuff to be done like there's stuff to like about what happens here right but it doesn't the actual plot itself makes no sense and it's very hard to get invested even though i love these characters like long shots like my favorite x-men like i like mojo a lot Mm -hmm. these are all things i really like it's just the plots nonsense
0: it, it really is, um, and, it, and it doesn't – like I don't really feel like there's any kind of sense of stakes, even when right here when Mojo shows up to kidnap Jubilee and, and forces like the – forces Longshot to like do a TV show to win her back.
1: Yeah. yeah. Even even the, 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 like, that doesn't even
0: feel like rushed or anything. Like it doesn't feel like there's any kind of danger whatsoever.
1: No, it, it's it's a weirdly boring episode like for all the, the kind of action in it Um because like, I think the stakes are supposed to be all about Jubilee's crush. Right. So like Jubilee really, you know, is attracted to Longshot, And I guess this is just the writer's way of saying that, like, hey, Jubilee has gone through puberty.
0: You know, like from here on out,
1: (laughs) Jubilee is going to get horny for guest stars. Good.
0: I'm glad. I'm glad the writers had their priorities in order when it came to the Saturday morning cartoon about superheroes that, you know, dress up in spandex and shoot I-beams.
1: Good job. The weird MRA that writes the Gambit episodes. (laughs) He was just like, you know. Like, By this time, there's got to be grass on the field, right? <laughs> <laughs> and then,
0: then
1: they're like, Get out of here, Phil. And then, Phil, why know, are you
0: here? Why, how did you get like, another key?
1: <laughs> yeah, we fired you. And then, you know, the people will start talking about it. And they're like, Well, you know what? Like, you know, it is an important time in a woman's life. Her first crush could mm-hmm, be mm-hmm. a good crush. You know, we can't have it be anybody who's actually on the team because that'd be weird. That'd be a running like serialized fiction that we were not really interested in, in doing. Like, you know, we do that with these miniseries, but we don't want to have like start a relationship in the X-Men, they have to kind of reset that sitcom elasticity.
0: It is, you know, it is really yeah. nice. The, the couple minute scene we have with Xavier and Jubilee, where he kind of explains how a woman's body works for her. like, that's, that was really nice and touching. I thought <laughs> yeah, that was really, <laughs> yeah.
1: It just shows her a bunch of Georgia O'Keeffe paintings. <laughs> like
0: she's fucking jesse pinkman i thought you yeah. were all gonna be about vagina Xavier. they are yeah, they are <laughs> <laughs> like, see what i see in my mind's eye it's <laughs> <laughs> just vaginas all the way to into the, into the psychic plane <laughs> yeah professor triple x the uh oh my that has to be a joke that's been made before huh that's that's great oh, i, I...
1: You know, just, just to, to give everyone who's listening to this a peek behind the curtain, I'm recording this that right after I just recorded Three Object Sufferings, uh, one of which involved some pretty extensive, like, demon art looking up to see if, like, there's got to be porn in this character, and it's a pretty obscure character, and there was, so I'm of not going to look it up right now, <laughs> like, I'm sure that that exists, like, there is a Professor Triple X, like, just a picture of him with, like, that in a comic book font with him standing with a gigantic boner, um, but I, I just i am not interested in seeing any uh, more cartoon dicks today,
0: <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> Fortunately for you, I've only been recording uh, Monster of the Week, so I haven't seen any cartoon dicks. And and Gary, if you Google, <laughs> if you Google Professor Triple X, I hope you're ready to see just a lot of porn. Because yeah. Jesus Christ, I don't I guess I don't have my safe search on. Because wow,
1: yeah, it's it's uh, I'm I'm good I'm good for now. I feel like sometime you know in the next like couple weeks I'll just be like, oh yeah, Professor Triple X. And then, and then I'll, I'll search it. But right now I just, I literally full up on like, I dick. Like I just, I can't, you know, there's nothing there's, I'm not grossed out by, by images of dick. I just don't need to see any more cartoons. Fucking like, I'm, I'm, I'm literally, I'm just at capacity, you know,
0: in a, in a hilarious and completely predictable turn of events. Uh, if you turn your safe search on and Google professor triple X, no <laughs> results in Google images, <laughs> <laughs> literally Google just says, Nope, that don't exist. Sorry. You're good. <laughs> I was, I was hoping it'd be like the triple X films, you know,
1: and it'd be like, what a, what a fun crossover. What if they got to team up What kind of stories would they tell, you know? And then you, you turn off the safe search and it's just like, here's the stories we tell. <laughs> Welcome to fuck farm. Yeah. Wolverine, the farmer
0: of fuck. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: And we got a real good crop. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. There's grass on the field by this point. Um and the gambit comes.
0: I got the fertilizer, yo. (laughs) (laughs) Why
1: are you talking about grass? I thought we talked about pubic hair with Gambit.
0: (laughs) Please be more explicit. Gambit does not get metaphors. (laughs) (laughs) Gambit no
1: understand metaphor. He not
0: know. (laughs) Is it like a simile? What? (laughs) (laughs) Let's
1: get the Shi'a to tell us about this. No. Um,
0: I'm glad we're getting a lot of mileage out of this episode that has no nothing to talk about, basically. Because yeah, I mean, no
1: content. If we
0: were literally yeah. watching the episode live right now, uh, like we would just now be catching up with the with where we're at talking about it, and it's nothing but like Mojo. It's, it's just another like death trap TV show. Like he just teleports the X Men around, and they like go fight a big giant purple lizard. <laughs> like yeah, T
1: Rexes, and then that Magog character who is like a Mag- a character in the Longshot universe or whatever, but is not like. Particularly good or interesting He's just a monster Like he's an orc I, You know There's a bunch There's a bunch of like
0: orcs <laughs> It's like X-Men of the Rings Out here What is What is Mojo yeah. doing Like none of this It seems entertaining Even to like a I don't know Like a 12 year old At this point It just it's this all looks <laughs> Like garbage
1: It's very strange Because it, it is uh, You know I I want to like it You know I, I want to see like A fun action scene Where like some X-Men Fight a gigantic T-Rex Mm-hmm But for some reason, whenever T Rexes show up with the X Men, it gets really boring really fast. Like, it's, it, are the X Men like the only thing you add T Rexes to that to make it suck?
0: I mean, you I know? mean, with its history of the Savage Land, the last time we saw a T Rex, didn't Magneto like shadow the Colossus and knock it over with some steam or something? Like that was that was the whole thing. Yeah, like, it hit it with a, like a, a, no, a rock.
1: No, whole, yeah, well, there's one they hit with a rock, and then they didn't shout in the Colossus shit. They made him run around a geyser until the geyser happened to go off and annoy the the T Rex into leaving. That's
0: what it was. It even knock him over. The T Rex was like, "Whoa, it's humid! I got a jet."
1: (laughs) The storm was right about this fog shit. I gotta
0: go. (laughs) This is doing. This is not good for my skin right now, guys. I'm breaking out. I can't have Uh, a lot of moisture.
1: (laughs) It's a for some reason T Rex is ruin X Men. It really does.
0: Yeah, I wonder if. T-Rex and Avengers like that has to have happened, right? Like and I'm sure that that's probably been fine.
1: Oh yeah. You he know knows. the uh you know the uh the story, I think I might have mentioned this uh but in case I missed it when we talked about the movie Logan, the uh, the comic old man Logan which features uh dinosaurs that got the symbiote virus from Venom. <laughs> that's an idea I came up with before that comic had it where I was oh, like really? know, what did the symbiotes got on on T-Rexes. That'd be fun. Uh and then it actually happens in that thing. But it still wasn't fun. Like it's a pretty shitty scene in that comic too. Like I don't know, man. Maybe, teen, maybe dinosaurs and, and superhero comics just don't mix.
0: Uh, I know? mean, you would think it'd be just fun punching dinosaurs. Um, I, I, but I, I guess they just can't get that right. Like, I don't know why. Like, I would like to see Wolverine slice up a dinosaur at some point. Like, you know, maybe make a dino yeah. burger out of it or something. I, I don't know. Like, dude, go crazy. It's a fucking dinosaur. You're a comic yeah. book.
1: You, oh, could, you could go, you could do th- some things with it. And they just choose not to, you know, and Mojo can't spice it up. Mojo's weird, like, dumb monsters can't spice it up. Beast showing up can't spice it up. Beast doesn't even get any
0: funny lines. Um, yeah, he's not even yeah. annoying in this episode, is how bad this episode is. He's not even yeah, he doesn't even get obnoxious, obnoxious at all. I don't
1: think I don't think he gets to say anything. And then Longshot, whose power is luck, like is not operating correctly. So I don't so, know why that is.
0: Yeah, so th- there's this weird thing. There's a there's a weird, like, uh, MacGuffin that Wolverine and Longshot are trying to get into to, like, break out of this thing. I think they're trying to get to Jubilee so that they quote-unquote winner while the rest of our X-Men team are, like, fighting T-Rexes or whatever. But Spiral shows up, and at that point... Like long shots, luck just stops, and I like he's still trying to be a good dude. And like I don't, I don't know why his power would turn off right here. It doesn't make any sense. But he just like slips and falls and is a piece of shit for the rest of the episode. Basically,
1: do you <laughs> like, think it's because he realized that Jubilee would definitely have no strings attached sex with sex with him, and he was like tempted by it? And oh, that's why his power turned off.
0: Man, yeah, his power definitely would not work if he was thinking about underage sex, huh? Yeah, that's yeah. If
1: he if he's you know just like yeah you know there's grass on the field then it goes
0: sure yeah. You know? They don't call me long shot because I'm short. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, yeah, yeah. Uh, man, I, I guess that that could be the reason. Um, but that's that's pretty much the episode. Like, there's like some fights, but none of the animation is really good. Like the, you mentioned it earlier, Cold Comforts going to have a really great fight scene that I can't wait to talk about. This yeah. is just kind of like people running into each other randomly, and like I said earlier, just people's faces sliding off their bodies constantly. Um, yeah.
1: Like, poorly animated, poorly uh, choreographed, Uh, pretty much poorly, everything you can do poorly in an episode. Like, it's not the worst episode we've done because it's like, it's so slight, Mm -hmm. I think.
0: Yeah, it's not, it's not five parts of terrible episodes with Banshee screaming and fucking (laughs) Professor X with the black coat on or whatever cape on.
1: Yep, yep, yep. So I'm glad I'm glad it's over. It's not as cool as we thought. Like Jubilee, you know, is, it would be with the uh, the component parts, you know, mm-hmm. it seems like it would it would definitely be cool. It's not. Uh, but Jubilee gets gets her kiss, you yep. know, and there's gonna be another guest star. She's going to get a crush on here in a moment anyway. Sure. So, you know, like she she could she moves on pretty quick.
0: Well, I mean, she's she's a 16 year old girl. If You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, yep, yep. which, you know, I know what you're saying. Mm-hmm. I definitely know what you're saying. Mm hmm. So that's long shot, and before we move on to the next episode, uh, let's talk about the star of the next episode, Iceman. <laughs> the,
0: the, 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 the... Iceman! I'm so excited about this, Gary. I think uh, yeah, Ice Man! was it the last feedback episode where people were asking who was missing? And I said, Iceman. And I was, I'm, I'm just so excited that not only does he show up in this episode, but he's great. And also he's just great yeah. in general. Like I've always loved Iceman. Yeah.
1: Me too. I like him too. Even though he is kind of like a weird, like, uh, you know, there's obviously like, he kind of fulfills a, b- a couple different purposes, right? You know, so he's kind mm-hmm. of like the, the, the fun kid brother or what have you. um, You know, and there there are things about him that they never really found, like, a a way to use him, you know, which is kind of a bummer. Like, um, whenever there's, like, an Iceman plot, it wasn't very good. And eventually that kind of imploded where they, like, made him, uh, you know, super repressed and, uh, like, oh, you're not actually using your powers. Like, you're an Omega-level mutant. All these things where he got in with, like, Emma Frost and stuff, which was never that cool. I just liked him as a fun goofball who had cool
0: powers. Yeah, he has ice powers Uh, and uh, he makes an ice slide to go around like he doesn't he doesn't fly. He actually creates an ice slide, which seems like just so much of a waste of ice. He must uh, look uh, like a like a trail of water everywhere he goes. And correct me if I'm wrong, but his powers are like he, he draws his he gets his ice from drawing moisture out of the air around him. Right. So, oh yes. So yeah, like he's, I mean, he's literally stealing rain to make a slide so that he doesn't have to walk. That's what Super he's doing fun for him. Yeah.
1: He, he's an ecological disaster.
0: Great for him. Sorry about the avocados in California, I guess.
1: Yeah. Sorry about everything. Sorry about, you know, the, the drought. Sorry about the drought. I'm Iceman. <laughs> Iceman
0: um, started the drought in Texas and California.
1: <laughs> I started a drought. <laughs> the whole world thirsting. Um, yeah, it is uh, uh it's best not to think about his powers. The same way that you can't think about storm's powers and how they'd affect weather systems, mm-hmm. you know. Iceman would definitely do that as well, but it just seems like he's weirdly like uh uh his pa- he's very versatile for the X-Men. It's like him and Jean Grey as far as the original kind of X-Men as far as his versatility. Mm-hmm. You know, they could just like do a bunch of cool shit. Like if if you need somebody to hold up a door, if you need somebody to stop a statue from falling on people, all these things you can you can do uh with him. And uh, it is just uh, that personality, you know, I think I mentioned that in that feedback episode, that's what I mentioned as well, uh, that this is the personality we were missing is like the goofball. Like Wolverine's kind of funny in the show, they kind of try to make Jubilee that character, but the show is so serious as we've dealt with Cyclops just like freaking out for the last couple episodes, Archangel being really, really dark. This is, uh, you know, he is that antidote to this. Mm -hmm. And I love that that's a plot point in this episode we're going to talk about, you know, is, is like Cyclops not being able to handle that he is you know is a goofball Uh, that never (laughs) happens in the comics as far as i know uh but yeah i like that a
0: lot yeah, and I, I really liked Iceman's um, original 1960s stuff, where he just kind of looked like a fuzzy, like literally snowman. like a snowman. And his his power was basically throw snowballs at people. Like that was was literally it. <laughs> he was just throwing snowballs. The co- at The people. cover
1: of X Men number one, where he's just hucking snowballs at Magneto.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, come on, son. <laughs> oh God, you made Magneto slightly more damp. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> the dampening. It's the, a, dampening. the fog
1: dampening, and then well, he's he's trying to he's trying to drought him out. Drought, drought drought it all out um <laughs> yeah he's, he's he's extremely good the uh some of the weird variations on him like um him in the age of apocalypse where he's all just made of ice like he's essentially mm-hmm. like an ice elemental he doesn't even have like human body parts anymore like when he can start like transforming his body into ice it's very weird like so- it feels like it's not the same thing as being able to you know draw moisture and change temperature
0: so I mentioned that I've been reading this Wolverine and the X-Men comic. And Iceman is is one of the teachers there. And um, he's constantly crushing on Kitty Pride, like he pretty much does. For most of my memory, he's always crushing on somebody. Um, but mm-hmm. he's, he's his power set is super weird in, the, in this comic. Like I, I hadn't really read anything with Iceman in the last probably five or ten years. And uh, he can like create multiple bodies of himself to fight. So there's like eight Iceman fighting like a dude somewhere, like fighting Gladiator or whatever. And then mm. uh at one point somebody knocks his head off and like picks it up and he's still talking and like makes out with him. It's <laughs> extremely weird. De- de- def- and I'm not making any of that up. It was some uh Shiar chick like warbird or war woman or something, like that's making out with him as like, if you put yourself back together, you can come in my bedroom. And I'm like, what the fuck is the X-Men anymore? Like, why are we talking about this? <laughs> but uh like he- his power set's just super strange now. When I say nowadays, I don't I think this comic book's probably like five or six years old at this point, but yeah, it's just odd. Like I don't I don't even know what to do with it not just making slides it's literally just i can make different copies of myself like he's fucking multiple man now like it's, yeah,
1: it's all over the place. that's gotta be what a slap in the face to multiple man <laughs> yeah, Seriously, <You> know? <laughs> <laughs> that's my thing um yeah <laughs> uh, i also like uh, in the x-men legends uh ps2 game uh you instead of flying he did the ice slide as well you mm-hmm. have the unique uh, flying animation and it controlled a little bit different um you could like power it up so it did damage when you like ran into people with it like it was super cool. Yeah, let's do. it. this is a this is a very baseline appreciation of him. So like the weird way where he's like knocking off his head and making out with Thunderbird in a room or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like less into that, but just like a, on a purely like I like this guy's personality and his power set. Like he's a winner for me. And it's so, important like, to hopefully mention hopefully people weren't expecting like deep analysis, but no, like no, it's not just the uh, <laughs> Ice is cool.
0: Uh, ice is cool he's kind of funny and also in his off time he's an accountant the most boring of professions
1: (laughs) it's so weird that he's an accountant
0: isn't it though it's because it comes up in this next episode where he kind of gets done with the x-men but yeah he's just he's a numbers guy like i think in some point in the uncanny x-men the reason he's not on the team is like he's going to college to get his accountants degree or or whatever like a major in numbers or something which is just super weird
1: it's super weird there's that kind of tragedy though of, of somebody who's like just trying to get out and get a normal life you know, mm-hmm. from the X Men, um, it just it doesn't make sense for it to be Ice Ice because he's such a he's such a goofball. Like he's the one of the only people who seems like he's having fun. You know, out there. So like, why is he the one who's like, man, I got to get a regular life? Like that should be like Cyclops. Like Cyclops has his mission, but like he's the one who's like
0: keeps losing wives. You know, um, <laughs> keeps losing wives <laughs> Honey, have you seen Jean? <laughs> yeah, I lost Gene again. <laughs> Uh, I, just, I want to bring uh, up, too, just while we're talking, we're, we're giving some love to Iceman, that he's probably one of the most consistently good characters in the movies, even though he's drastically underused most of the time. Like, I think his powers are probably too expensive, but the guy that they got playing, yeah. him, I really like. I really, I just, we talked about him in X Men 1 and X Men 2. Like, he's he's just a solid dude in those movies. He's a solid character. So,
1: yeah, I think so, too.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I, I enjoy that actor.
0: He's, um, he's a good dude. Yeah.
1: yeah. I'm looking forward to doing X Men 3 and seeing him do a uh, fight with Pyro. Uh, during that that big standoff, are, since it's been so long uh, since I've seen it, are you? There? Are you? <laughs> are you? Uh, yeah, it's because really? it's, I haven't revisited all the times I've said like I'm going to revisit X Men Three. I didn't. Yeah. So yeah. like this, it's still I'm still going from like original oh. air date is the last time I've seen it. So I'm I'm still unspoiled. Like the pure and driven snow segue into our uh, next episode. <laughs> the The <laughs> uh, Cold Comfort, um, which uh, in which former X-Man Bobby Iceman Drake is caught breaking into a top-secret government installation. The X-Men are notified of the incident, free him, and bring him back to the X-Mansion. While there, the X-Men discover that Iceman's longtime girlfriend, Lorna Dane, was kidnapped. Unsure of what Iceman will do next, the X-Men place him in, t- in a temporary holding cell before he causes any more damage. This is a very detailed uh, <laughs> like description. Um, Iceman breaks out of his restraints and goes back to the government installation to search for Lorna. What he finds will change
0: him forever. Do, do, do. Yeah. Uh, I really, really like this episode.
1: Um, Oh yeah, this is a fave.
0: Not only does Iceman show up, we get a, uh, great cameo from the, the fucking X factor team, like the entire X factor team. And I haven't gone back to revisit those like nineties X factor comics with this, t- this particular team, but I kind of, they're good, like, Jeremy. I remember really, really enjoying them as, as a kid, as a, as a kid, as a teenager or whatever. So I want to, I, I want to go back and reread those sometime.
1: They stand, they like, they stand up. Good. It's like they're, uh, it's Peter David, who is like a, a good X-Men writer
0: mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. or a
1: good comics writer in general. Um, it They surprisingly stand up. And this group of characters I think is really fun um you know i, I love uh, i love 90s x factor um way more than i liked actual like 80s you know x-men x-factor like where it was all about apocalypse and it was the original you know five because it was all about it was very melodramatic you know as, as obviously it was because that was when bad things happened to x-men uh in the early 90s before excalibur came along x-factor was also kind of a place to like not have everything be the end of the world
0: yeah, where they you know. could just like have a normal, not necessarily normal because it's the X-Men, but like just nothing that, that, that needs to be cranked to 11 at all times.
1: Yeah, yeah. that's a that's a good way to put it. It's, it's a little bit muted. You know, the, there was like intrigue and stuff. There's drama, but it's like the characters were fun and like funny. You know, they like they, they were funny to each other. It had that feeling to it.
0: Um, you, yeah. you, Would you say that it's a like, crank to 9-11 at all times? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, sorry. I'm, sorry. I'm sorry. I wouldn't, no I'm trying to. I'm trying to. I'm <laughs> like, trying to turn it down. I'm trying to turn it. I'm trying to take I'm it trying,
1: down. I'm trying to raise it. Um, yeah, even I wouldn't. Did I make like I'm the 911 joke guy? Hey, it's me. <laughs> it's, it's <laughs> it's the awesome. casino
0: they call me the it's Andrew the, Dice Clay of 911 jokes. <laughs> I I'm don't the know Andrew why. Dice
1: Clay of comedians. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's so uh, anyway. <laughs> so it starts out. So we we get this little establishing shot of Iceman. He has to creep up on on these two guards. Who like look like they're uh, an homage to people like that the writers knew or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they seem weirdly know, they're, they're...
0: detailed, right? Like their faces yes. look weirdly specific.
1: Yeah, it's like you know two of the writers, know stepdads <laughs> like getting a <laughs> getting a cameo <laughs> appearance, uh, and they're talking about uh, you know heat and humidity. Like it's not the heat, it's the humidity. Like just having the most boring conversation that like if anyone starts that conversation with you, walk away, don't even say anything. Um, but the nice man breaks in, and uh, we get our first first glimpse of our boy
0: and Iceman looks great in this series. Like the, the animation is, is actually good in this one. And I think Iceman's design in this, in this, in the cartoon is actually really, really good. I really enjoyed it.
1: Agreed. Yeah. Um, this is where we get this weird explanation. So we, we move over to, uh, Jubilee who, you know, for reference was just learning how to drive a car last episode. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so she, she doesn't know how to drive a car and Xavier uh, won't let her drive one of those little fun go-kart jets that he had remember on the roof with dark Xavier? oh yeah they're called like they're like mini jets or they're called like they're like jetlets they get a name here they're called like the microjets or something
0: microjet that just sounds so fucking terrible but if these were laying around when you were 13 14 15 years old you would definitely steal one on the weekends right like every single opportunity yeah, yeah.
1: oh yeah i would Man. i would i would be dead <laughs> I, w- I would have crashed into a building now several times over
0: so because <laughs>
1: flying is hard uh, yeah a very specific building because i'm the
0: 9-11 the x-men get an alarm in the middle of all this showing that somebody is breaking into a government installation as the, as that, the that's uh, our gig as the episode description yeah. which like Again, like no mutant alarms, just strictly government, government monitoring yep. only, which you're just a terrorist at that point. Uh, Xavier yep. instantly recognizes Bobby and then wakes everybody up, uh, including Wolverine, who like completely demolishes his, his alarm, which is always like a funny gag until you think about like his alarm budget in terms of that yeah. tweet that goes around all the time. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Somebody please help me. A thousand dollars a month on alarms. Yeah. Um,
1: <laughs> um, he just trades cars for them. Like, you never, you know, so Xavier gives him cars. He just, like, takes out the alarm clock store and then just, like, walks away with his, like, arms overfilled with alarm clocks, like, just waddles back to the mansion.
0: God, I'm going to move to Westchester and just open up the most baller used car lot right next to the Xavier mansion and (laughs) just make my fortune and retire at, you know, 30. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Um, So they're all all going off to do it. And Jubilee, of course, wants to come with because this is, like, her arc, these couple episodes of her wanting to be, like, a Mm grown-up and wanting to experience the touch of a man. Um, and you know, they don't take her though. Uh, and then we get the jet where Cyclops, uh, is furious at Iceman and remains so for the entire episode in a very weird way.
0: It's, it's Uh, very unlike Cyclops. Like Cyclops over the last episode, um, has been very angry. Like Jean is dead. He hasn't really had a, a lot of closure about that. He's just been mad at everybody. But like even this seems weird, and he's he's all he's mad at Bobby for is leaving the X Men to go like be a normal person. Like fuck you, Cyclops. Like it's my life. I don't have to be an X Man if I don't want to.
1: It's very similar to how Wolverine was very hurt when Morph left, but for some <laughs> uh, reason Cyclops doesn't give a shit when Morph leaves. <laughs> he's <laughs> like that's his choice, you know. <laughs> but Bobby leaves and he fucking goes ape shit. Like it's uh it's you know it's, it's pretty strange. Like probably just because x Man's such a better X Man. Like he is just cooler.
0: Yeah. He has an offensive power instead of just, you know, making copies jokes all the time. So, (laughs) yeah. (laughs)
1: Um, The, uh, so yeah, he's furious and you know, the best will in the world. Like this is just him still being upset about his like travails and the orphanage. Like he's still mourning and, Mm and all that jazz.
0: So the X-Men arrive um, at this government installation And kind of confront Bobby Who instantly goes uh, Gets into a fight with the X-Men And also the guards at this installation And it's kind of called out Like why are there so many guards at this place Like this seems really unusual uh, But but also Xavier You're the one that had an alarm on it <laughs> Like obviously you know something's yeah. going on um, yep, yep. So yeah like there's, there's a lot of guards They all get into a fight together It's actually like anytime Bobby is using his power In this episode it's kind of fun Like I, I enjoyed all of this
1: Mm-hmm. It looks cool. The sound effect is good. Mm-hmm. Um, and he has a great power for like pacification. You know, it's not like how Wolverine can like just like not stab people like he can punch people. But, he you know, he usually just uses his claws and shit on robots.
0: Exactly. Yeah, so he's just die. he's just ready for a robot so he can t- cut an arm off and put it back on again and cut an arm off and yes. put it back on again. You, you don't um, have to
1: worry about Iceman killing people.
0: No, no, not at all. Uh, but they all like kind of they finally get away from the guards and subdue Bobby and get, take him back to the mansion. And uh, Xavier like demands like, "What are you doing at this place?" And Cyclops just like all he wants to do is punch Bobby in the face. He's not interested in this mission. He's not interested in any of the details. He's just like, "Screw you! I don't like you, Ice Clown." <laughs> oh shit! I just realized from the anyway, I, I don't like I don't like you, Ice Clown. Like you're a bad person. You left the X Men. Like that's Cyclops. This mode in this entire episode is just being angry at Bobby.
1: Like once you quit the X Men, you're no longer the X Men's responsibility. Uh, even mm-hmm. though the X Men uh, are, you know, mutant activists, you know, like that—that's what they do. Like it doesn't matter if they quit the X Men. Like he should still be interested in him, like breaking into a government facility. What does he want to have happen? Like we should summarily execute him and get on with our lives, guys. Like I don't—I uh, just don't know what Cyclops' end game is here.
0: It's yeah. very weird. It's, if Cyclops has been doing this for long enough, that he should know that there's always a motive. Like, there's a reason that Bobby was breaking into this facility. He should know that by now, and it, it just he it just doesn't care at all. Yeah, it's not Jean, Gary. It's not Jean. Yeah.
1: <laughs> that happens the whole series too. Like, it's anytime something happens, it's like you know, only Wolverine is the only one who has ever like maybe this isn't what it seems. Mm-hmm. You know, ever in this, and he's he's just kind of bemused during this whole thing. Like Wolverine doesn't doesn't have a, a dog in this race. It really feels like.
0: Yeah, so they they put um, Bobby, who's who's pretty angry, into the, like this anti gravity thing that because again we we've stolen just so much Shi'ar tech at this point from like they can just literally do anything. Yeah, um,
1: it, it, it's so like I mean I want the ACLU to get down on this shit like you can't just like grab him and then just like hold him indefinitely.
0: <laughs> have you uh have you watched any of the Flash TV show? I'm, I'm pretty sure you haven't, but have you seen any no. of that? They literally have a no. uh, undisclosed prison that that they just put people in. <laughs> Like they put these super powered beans in Hmm. and they just keep them for months, if not years. And like they don't ever explain how they feed them, how they clean the cells, anything like they just put them in there. They go away. And that's all the show cares about. It's really, really bizarre. That's that's something. Yeah, that's weird. It's weird. Uh, Jubilee, who is, you know, the curious teenager and all this, uh, looks up Iceman's records to try to figure out why, what the deal is like why Cyclops hates him so much. And we get some really cool,
1: she says says he's cute too. Like she's not just curious. She's also, oh yeah. Yeah. I forgot she was thirsty. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, he's, he's good looking. Like I like this. This middle age accountant is what does it for Jubilee.
0: Man, Sunfire um, better never show up around Jubilee, huh? She's gonna fall oh, in love. Oh shit! <laughs>
1: it's, gonna be, it's gonna be over.
0: So yeah, we get some original foot. We get some footage of the original five X-Men, and it's really good. I, I really like these designs in the comics. I don't necessarily read those comics a lot, mm-hmm. but I like them a whole lot. So it's it's nice to see this stuff kind of animated and a reference given to it.
1: Yeah, yeah, and it does the thing. I mean, I keep beating this drum, but I love that like there was an X-Men before the cartoon started. Yep, you know they me too. they were around. They were doing all this this stuff. You know it, it's it's very cool. Mm-hmm. Um. Then we even get more where Beast kind of runs into Xavier and they talk about how he left when Lorna Dane died, uh, who was Polaris, who was another old X-Men. So like, you know, we're getting or not died like she almost died. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're getting like, you know, this X-Men history lesson. Right. I think it shows them fighting on um, the super adaptoid.
0: Yeah, Here's yeah, I, I didn't make yeah. a note of it, but I think that's who it is. And yeah, yeah she she gets like gr- grievously wounded and so her and Bobby kind of take off like this the superhero life is not for me. I got to get the fuck out of here, which in the comic books this is uh Havoc in Lorna Dane, but we're going to we're going to meet that dude here in a minute, but like I like it being Iceman and Lorna Dane a lot. Yeah, me too. <laughs> um
1: so she uh you know they, they kind of made their life together, um but she was captured. So they find out like somebody broke into Bobby's uh, apartment or he no, he went to her apartment. To, to find her and found what well, they were her, living together. Uh, apartment like they, trashed. They, yeah. they're Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it was trashed. And there was like a note or something. There was something that led him to the storage depot, <laughs>
0: which we're going to find this out in a minute, but like, this is just the worst thing. Ever. <laughs> we're, I, I don't know if we should talk about it. We should talk about it here in a minute, but yeah, so this is, this makes him think that she's captured. And so he goes to hunt down and that's where we run into him at the, at the government installation. Uh, Jubilee, I think hears some of this and has a lot of sympathy for Bobby Drake. So she lets him free. <laughs> Because Jubilee just lets all of the x Men's prisoners free No matter what Even if it's Sabretooth Just gonna let him free
1: <laughs> Yeah she doesn't give a fuck She does like, not Jubilee, give a fuck Jubilee gonna get hers
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, You know but uh, You know Iceman since he's in love with somebody else Does not give her like a You know a, a, a pity A pity kiss or, mm-hmm. or more adult Or up Kiss or up The uh, So you know the, the escapes um, You know she busts him out uh, And And the X-Men go to the facility again. Like they're like, Oh shit. Like Iceman's out. We know where he's going. We have to put this guy back in a cage and stop him from exercising his right to self govern. Well,
0: um, real, real quick. Like, uh, Jubilee broke him out specifically because she wanted to go help him. So like she, he actually brought her, brings her along to oh, the government right. installation. And that's, that's the whole thing. Like she's like, finally, I get to go out on a mission and get to do something with my time. And, yeah. uh, but then they're instantly captured Like we don't really yeah. see it happen Like it's kind of a, a shadowy figure comes and knocks them both out And then they wake up tied up And that's when the X-Men uh, arrive at this place Trying to look for him
1: Yeah, to rescue Jubilee and also mm-hmm. probably Put Iceman back on ice
0: Ooh, <laughs> wow nice, nice, Nicely done Mr. Yeah. 9-11, <laughs> nicely done Yeah,
1: <laughs> thank you <laughs> um, Yeah, so they get there And Cyclops is just like, you know, being a petulant teen Like what's the point? He's no longer an X Man. It's bullshit,
0: you know. Again, Cyclops. Like the, the, normally, your friends have motives, reasons for things that they do. Like maybe you should ask what's going on here instead of just being a colossal dick to your old friends. Like this is it's it's so ridiculous for Cyclops to be doing this. Um, but who cares? Because Cycl- uh, excuse me, Iceman breaks him a Jubilee out, and the fucking X Factor shows up, and I am so excited to see these guys.
1: Yeah, very, very, very cool. Um, also, also if he'd ask, like presumably he care like all of the x-men care about polaris right like if he had just been like x-men to help my girlfriend your friend as well our old teammate polaris was kidnapped like the <laughs> x-men would this would have been a superhero rescue story you know and and you know but you know they just didn't trust him and ice man didn't say anything like a dipshit um so x-factor show up and this is the uh, the 90s run of x-factor so we have mm-hmm. uh quicksilver Magneto's son, and super speedster uh, Multiple Man, who, when he uh, is exposed to kinetic energy, he multiplies into a copy of himself. Uh, Strong Guy, who, when he is exposed to kinetic energy, gets bigger and stronger. Um, Havoc, who is uh, Cyclops' brother, and shoots uh, cool circle beams. mm mm-hmm. yeah. And uh, there's a really, really
0: phenomenal fight. Yeah, this is great. Uh Cyclops and Havoc kind of circle around one another and Cyclops is just instantly I don't like your attitude, boy. Yeah, <laughs> like it's he's really bad. A rough like on He's
1: very really pissed. Mhm.
0: And uh, of course that when they start shooting their their beams at each other nothing happens, um which is, you know, kind of what you expect from, you know, them being brothers. But the show has not mentioned that yet. That I guess they just expect us to know that or be curious about it. Well, they have uh,
1: mentioned it. Jeremy, you know I mean? like they mentioned it a thousand times. We talked about that during the Phoenix thing too. Like it's oh, been established yeah, with Black. Tom yeah, Cassidy. absolutely. It's been yeah. exposed. It's, been, it's, it's I that's keep all the season this, yeah. has been. Like, are you under some kind of curse? Like, how do you keep forgetting that. Like, it's it's all this season has done. Like, you have the same thing the writers have. Like, some like very specific fungal infection or something that like.
0: I can I can only remember two episodes of the X Men at one time, Gary. That's oh, all my mind man. allows for. Oh. <laughs> so right after. Havoc and Cyclops don't do anything to one another. Uh, Beast and Wolfsbane, who we actually forgot to mention in our in our lineup, uh, Wolfsbane oh, yeah. is. Um, Arya Stark is playing her in the in the movie, in the New Mutants great. movie. Yeah, that's very cool. Very excited about that. Uh, but Beast and her fight, and that's that's a really fun thing. Jubilee and Quicksilver uh, pair up, and I really like that Quicksilver kind of runs at her, and she does her fireworks powers, and she's like, I got one.
1: Yeah, she, she blinds him. He, <laughs> like she, know, like to, she caught a fish
0: for the first time. <laughs> it was really great.
1: The way to fight Quicksilver would be to do something that just affects everything, you know, so it doesn't matter <laughs> where he's at. Mm-hmm. You know, and then a Wolverine and multiple man fight, which is great. I've always liked multiple man.
0: Yes, absolutely. Um,
1: super cool um it's a really good fight but they're just not kind of not getting anywhere um ice man is fighting strong guy as well
0: yeah and, uh, i think i left that out of the notes but yeah, yeah. absolutely um yeah they're they're kind of it's everything's kind of a stalemate if not if the x-men aren't losing a little bit and that's when professor xavier kind of beams into their minds like hey you have to change your tactics you need yeah. to you need to you need to switch it up and that's where they start kind of switching off on, and teaming up on certain people and then just like for once, just just rock like the X Men are just badasses right here, Gary. Like it's yeah. so much fun, and the I animation is good, and like it's it, like they're doing cool animation tricks and fight like multiple people are fighting other multiple people at the same time, and there's trade offs. It's really fun to watch.
1: And previous to this, uh, X Factor was doing the same thing, so we got to watch like the X Factor guys, who we don't usually get to see, do a bunch of cool shit as well. So everyone's real competent, and and you know they're all good guys. Like it's really fun to watch in that like you know Captain America Civil War kind of way.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and everybody's using their powers. That's the big thing. Yeah. It's like a lot of times the X Men are just like punching somebody. I'm like, you have i beams. Come on, <laughs> <laughs> stop punching. <laughs> uh, once the the fight kind of goes back and forth, and the X Men are, are starting to come out on top, uh, Lorna Dane and Forge show up, and we we've seen Forge before, but only in the far flung future and Bishop's future. Uh, so this is current day Forge, and her him and Lorna explain that they're actually a new mutant team that's working directly for the government to take care of mutant affairs, and uh. Boy is Xavier pissed about this He's like I, I work for the government all the time And you haven't told me shit What's going yeah, on here and
1: Nobody let me know um, <clears throat> So he's really mad And this like would be such a cool thing to to pay off You know like it's just like Oh the government is keeping secrets from the X-Men I don't know if X-Factor ever show up again But it makes me wish Like it makes me want the show where they do You know like the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. style serialized show Where this would actually be like Foreshadowing to stuff that happens later
0: Mm-hmm but or to not. set up for, like, the inevitable spin-off show, like, instead of X-Men with yeah. X-Factor, right? Like, I would I would I watch mean, the hell awesome. out like of that. There's,
1: there's, like, a backdoor pilot for an X-Factor show.
0: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, it, but it worked. You
1: know, it has network weird, network like, executives
0: from the early <laughs> 1990s.
1: <laughs> Go back in time and change your plans. It worked on us. Um, this was such a cool, like, little X-Files, like, man, there's more to the government than, like, we thought. There's more, like, kind of intrigue to this. That uh, just never pays off. It's a cool moment just to have, like, some of the wind taken out of Xavier's sails. Mm-hmm. but uh it just doesn't end up becoming part of the plot anymore but the, of course they and the nice thing is they stop fighting at this point because of the insane plan which is that laura got recruited by them or lorna they trashed his apartment to like make him not look for her <laughs> hmm. um, <laughs> like let's make it look like a kidnapping superhero and then you won't go do superhero shit as opposed to making it like a dear john letter or something like that like pretend to break up with him and now lorna is just in love with havoc yeah, uh, you know, the, the really heartbreaking moment where like she's talking Iceman's like, man, you know, we can I'm, I was so worried about you. And she just sees that like off camera, a crate fell on havoc and she flips out and yeah, really he runs sad. over there.
0: havoc. Alexa. It's it's you know, it's super sad. Like, I feel bad. I feel real bad for Bobby because homegirl should have just broke up with him. Like just going oh, totally. up to it and be like, I don't want to like and she does explain a little bit like, hey, you know, I wanted to do this superhero stuff and you were all about living the, the civilian life and I wanted to do more. And you know, I felt correct. like, so, so I faked my own kidnapping <laughs> and <Yeah>. left you. <laughs> Baby, when you met me, you knew my first love was accounting. It's
1: <laughs> <And, like, laughs> never going to change. Um, but it, it is, it's pretty tragic, you know, and it kind of like, you know, we were kind of clowning on Iceman, not explaining, uh you know, things mm-hmm. earlier. And maybe he's kind of embarrassed, you know, it's just like, you know, she left, he couldn't protect her. Like, you know, there, there's, there's matters of the heart. Yeah, play, sure, so maybe yeah. it makes sense for him to to not fess up and in, in from noted high school bully Cyclops, Uh who that never gets resolved. At no point does like Cyclops be like, "I'm sorry about this," you know.
0: You always made excuses for him. you would never let the rest of us get away with half the things he did. I'm not surprised Drake's gone bad. He's a renegade. It's just
1: so weird that like it never actually resolves that Cyclops is such a dick? Like you expect like him and Iceman Man to be like, you know, Cyclops to be like, "I'm sorry, I didn't understand." I recently lost my love too, <laughs> you know. Like, I get it, but no, he's just like too, he's, you know, petulant asshole Cyclops during this entire season. It feels like,
0: and this this feels like uh, a good time for for Cyclops to be what he is, which is a leader. And yeah, and you know, he just he just does. he's just so wrapped up in his own bullshit that it never happens, which is kind of disappointing.
1: Yeah, the real bummer. But it was a very cool thing, and hints at this kind of intrigue. The stuff with Bobby is a good story. I like the suggestions of the X Men, uh, not just. You know that their history but also the world outside them that there are other superhero teams that are kind of affiliated with this and that mm-hmm. the government you know they don't share everything with the X-Men like there are still secrets the government is keeping
0: exactly and hey X-Factor is always a good time to watch them use their powers I mean yeah coolest strong guy like with those glasses man like strong guys are the coolest in the world
1: strong strong guys very cool I've always had a, a real soft spot for Quicksilver I like Quicksilver mm-hmm. um, Ultima Man is great it's kind of like on any team where like Wolvesbane is a cool character but when Wolvesbane is the like the least interesting like, Forge's power is that he just, like, can make super machines. Like, he has this, like, fundamental, you know, understanding of technology. Lauren Dane is Magneto. They all have, like, cool fucking powers. It's very fun to watch them, you know, just in the kind of banging your action figures together kind of way. It just works. It makes me want to start reading that. Yeah.
0: Wasn't there a comic book where Multiple Man had to track down one of his, uh, one of his multiples that had gone rogue?
1: Well, I'm glad you asked. Um, there, there is the, uh, the Multiple Man kind of reboot, reboot called Madrox.
0: That That's what Peter it is. David yeah. did as well. Mm-hmm. And it's excellent. Yes, absolutely. It is. Um,
1: they eventually become, um, it relaunches X factor as kind of a noir thing that like, I think other people liked a little bit more than me. Um, but the actual Madrox series is wonderful because the idea is when, uh, he was like paralyzed. Cause he didn't know what he wanted to do with his life. He sent out different, uh, doubles to go live different lives. Like, what would it be like to be a monk? What would it be like to be a lawyer? What would it be like to do these things? and then absorb them because he gets their memory when he absorbs them back. Um, and he did that. And one of them didn't want to come back. And it's, it's like a hunt for this rogue part of himself. It's really cool. It's a really, really good miniseries and is is recommended. It's like 2006 or 2007. It's super
0: good. I'm I'm sure it's on Marvel unlimited at this point. In fact, I'll probably go look for that tonight to see if I can go find it and read it. So yeah, it's good. Yeah.
1: Um, any other, any other
0: thoughts before we wrap it up?
1: No, I, I would love to see more of this. Um, I mm-hmm. think we do get some more cameos from kind of like X-Men related teams, but I would like this much more frequently. I think,
0: are you, uh, are you ready to get back into the Savage land with the next couple of episodes?
1: No, no, I'm not, but we're not recording those now, which is great.
0: So <laughs> yes, it worked we, we thank God we don't have to talk about them now. We're going to record them later for episode number 19. So whew. Yep. just dodge, dodge that Savage land bullet. Um, if you guys want to keep up with this, the listeners out there want to keep up with the show, uh, go check out daysofuturecast.com slash schedule. That's where we're posting which episodes we're cover over the show. We're covering on the episodes of the podcast and when those are coming out. Uh like I said, the the order season order is all mixed up, so just do your best. I'm sorry. <laughs> like it's it's impossible <laughs> yeah. to keep up. We keep straight. So have fun with that. Um we we will guide you. Exactly. Yeah. Thank you everybody for listening. We really appreciate it. Uh Go to patreon.com slash TV if you would like to support the show and support the network. Uh, we don't just do this podcast. Gary does like 18 other podcasts. Uh, video games, music, movies, TV shows, books. Like we, They kind of run the gamut over at TV. so uh, go check that out. Are you restructuring your Patreon now or in a couple of weeks? When, when does that happen? Uh,
1: sometime in, in June. I don't know exactly when this will land, but just keep an eye on okay. social media
0: yeah, and yeah. stuff, and, and we'll uh, we'll have announced it. But no matter right. what, a, a few dollars a month will get you access to Slack, which is a very, very cool place to hang out with, as well as uh, get you early access to episodes. So if you want to listen to this before any of the other dumbasses on the internet, you can. <laughs> Just yeah, kidding, you're not, you're not dumbasses you're if not you don't dumbasses. support the show. No, no you're, you're great.
1: <laughs> you're, it, everyone's blame great it on the to wine. listen to this. It's, it's, it's all good. Um, blame it on the wine. Um, and sorry, uh, one real quick thing. And I, I trust Jeremy's editing skills implicitly. If anything sounds weird in this episode, it's because we are having terrible Skype problems. And then I yes. had to interrupt recording like a bunch of times because of just scheduling things. I'm going on a big vacation. So, uh, you know, if you notice, if you're like, man, that, that's kind of a weird thing. Uh, be kind because we, we had a kind of a difficult time with it. So just know that we're aware of shit. Um, yeah. Yeah. not on purpose. We just had uh, technical difficulties. Sure. Um, so, so I think that's probably about good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we really do appreciate all the support ratings, reviews, all those things are great. Yep. Uh, we do see those and we do like them. Um, so until next time, I think, uh, just good night.
0: Good night. We'll see you next week. Absolutely. Yeah, this is where we get some really good footage of the original five, This is incredible. Oh my god, I'm five. the
1: best like Skype glitch has ever been. I hope that came through on something.
0: Dude, I didn't hear anything. What'd you get?
1: went this is where we get footage of the original a five, a five, And it went on forever. It's so good.